The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the adventures of the world's greatest superheroes, the ASS American Super Society. In our last episode, Night Night traveled to the old abandoned warehouse district in search of the Snakehead Gang. He found them, but was met by a rocket that destroyed his night tank. Safe within his Night Night battle armor, Night Night stirs to find himself on his back, surrounded by the smoking remains of his tank. Once again, the mighty Night Knight cheats death thanks to the genius of my invincible Night Battle Armor! I... I can't seem to move! Damn it! I can't get up! Power must have went out. And what's worse? Just a bunch of wreckage. Gonna go and I think I can look. hear Snakehead's goons coming. Come on, move, damn you! Hey! I found him! He's over Uh, here! uh, (laughs) He's stuck on his back like a stupid fat turtle wiggling. (laughs) Fools. Of course my armor is 100% bulletproof. Now I should play dead, but, but no. I cannot allow even the illusion of victory over me. You foolish fools! Your silly weapons are useless against the Night Knight! Say, man, go and get some chain and hook his ass up to the crane. Ha! Oh, yeah! Wait, what? And so Snakehead's men do indeed attach a chain to one of Night Knight's armored ankles, lifting him aloft through the use of a nearby crane. Once in the air, they position him over the bay. No! No, wait, damn it! No! <laughs> the henchmen only laugh at Night Knight's pleas as they drop his armored farm into the waters below. Down plummets Night Knight to the very bottom of the bay. Oh my god. I'm gonna die! Ah! No, it can't end like this. <laughs> wait, wait. What's this? Uh, a figure swimming toward me. It's Frogman! The idiot is trying to talk to me underwater. Wait, what the hell? He, he's swimming away! What? You, you asshole! I should have told Sun King about you and Moon Maid so he could have burned your balls off! Minutes pass agonizingly by when Frogman returns with a large, shadowy form behind him. As the form nears, its features reveal that it's a 30-foot sea monster. What the hell? Look behind you, moron! The monster grabs the screaming, panic-stricken Night Knight and tosses him into its mouth. (laughs) 
Then the creature surfaces and approaches a nearby bank upon which it barfs up night-night. You okay in there, Night Night? Okay? <laughs> that monster tried to kill me! Ah, hell, Bruno wouldn't hurt a fly. I telepathically told him to rescue you. What? Yeah, yeah, he, he's just one of them sea monsters from the deep sea that nobody knows nothing about. <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever. Look, help me out of this armor. The power system's fried and I, I can't move. The release switch is in my back. Push it. Uh, uh, let me see here. Uh, oh, yeah, there it is. <coughs> Finally out of there. Uh, well, hey, aren't you going to do something about the, the, the Kraken over there? Huh? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And with that, Frogman telepathically tells the giant creature to go home to the depths of the ocean. Damn it, Frogman! Oops. <laughs> Man, that was almost a wet one. Better head back to the sea myself. The sea? No, you idiot! Look, there's a porta potty over there. Use that and shit like a human being. All right, all right, jeez. <laughs> ah! Just what I think nothing can surpass the idiocy of Bubo. Well, to be fair, Frogman's brain is dulled by years of alcohol consumption. Well, Bubo just doesn't have an excuse. Suddenly, behind Night Night, the sea monster returns, rises out of the water, and begins to walk on land. Holy shit! I, uh, I gotta go get Frogman! 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 That creature of yours is back! It's attacking the city! Frogman? Frogman! Asleep! <laughs> You gotta be kidding me! And so, the 30-foot monster walks among the streets of Cityopolis to many a panicked streak of the populace. But the creature is harmless. It is merely curious about the city and has no intention of hurting anyone. Meanwhile, at one end of town flies the light, and on the opposite end leaps the flea. Suddenly, both superheroes spot the sea monster. Great Illuminata. I bet creatures are enormous. I've got to act fast. What the hell is that thing? No time to wonder about that. I've only seconds to lose. Still unaware of each other's presence, the two superheroes quickly form plans on how to save the day. With my plasma light energy, I should be able to capture and toss the monster back into the water. Using my super speed, I should be able to create a wind funnel that'll suck the creature back out to sea. And so the two men act simultaneously. The light holds the creature in his force field, while the vortex created by the flea acts much like a blender, tearing the monster to pieces. Pieces which scatter all over the streets. Good lord! What, what a mess! Now oh, it'll take weeks to clean up this shit. Damn it, Light! I had this solved until you stuck your glowing nose into it! Oh, oh just you shut up, you butthole! Butthole? Is, is that all I am to you? Oh, jeez. 
I think I'll leave you two alone. Suddenly, members of the media arrive on the scene. Night-night, night-night, what are you doing here? Are you somehow behind this monstrous attack on the city? What? No! For once, you can't blame me for this disaster, as I had nothing to do with it. Well, that's not exactly true. See, I called this creature to save Night-Night's sorry drowning ass. But, damn it, Frogman! Oh man, we gotta rush this in and get it on the news! The American Super Squad will be right back after these important messages. From the brilliant talent of director Alan Smithy comes the stunning mystery thriller Dead Man Reek, starring Brick Mason as private detective Rock Stiffrod. I knew I was in trouble the moment I saw her. You see, she was all woman, with breasts and everything. I'll get straight to the point, Stiffrod. I've made enemies, and at my age, killing me would give them little satisfaction. But hurting my young wife, May December, well, that would be a fate worse than death to me. I need you to protect her, Stiffrod. You have to understand, my wife is a complicated woman. I'm sorry? Complicated, you know, complex. Oh, 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 complicated. I thought you said constipated. No. Also starring Mona Breastheave in a career-making role as May December. I hate you. Oh? And why is that? Because you made me fall in love with you. There's two kinds of women in this world, Stiffrod. Top-heavy or fat-ass. When you get both, then that's Nirvana. Or also known as May December. What can I say? Coming down with all kinds of top-heavy, fat-assed fever. All the lies, lust, and lethal force guaranteed to distract you from your boring, pathetic lives. Dead men reek. Rated R. Now, hey, that's some snazzy-looking shirt you're wearing. Where'd you get that? Oh, I got it at the Mrs. Nelson's door. Mrs. Nelson's door? Where that is? Yeah, you, you go to zazzle.com slash the underscore mr underscore n-a-i-l-s-i-n underscore store. It's just that simple. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds pretty cool. What else can you get there? Oh, hats and mugs, and it's got all kinds of Nelson art on it, from the Nelson Show, and old Bob Levy Show, and, uh, and even, you got shirts like, uh, this stupid alien telling nobody built the pyramids, <laughs> oh, what's this one? Oh, that's episode eight. That refers to that nasty Star Wars movie everybody hates. Oh, man, I hate it, too, and I want everyone to know it. All you got to do is get that shirt, and you can let them know. Oh, man. Oh, look at all this. Who's that? It's Night-Night. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're Night-Night and uh, Rob Song, whoever that is, right? All that kind of stuff and more from Mr. Nelson. You can find it. At the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com. <laughs> oh man, I don't want to be the only one who doesn't have it. No, you don't. Better get over there right now. 
real. Yeah. That's right, friends. Head over to Zazzle.com slash the underscore MR underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. Yes, it's just that simple. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. <laughs> no, man, I'm telling you, I saw it on YouTube. The Earth is flat. I mean, you're going to believe it's some round planet floating around in space. <laughs> Next day, you're going to be telling me that Star Wars was a true story. <laughs> uh oh. Uh. Damn you. Why the hell is my computer keyboard all sticky? Oh, oh, uh... And why is my browser history got all them porn sites on it? Oh, well, uh... And how come my office chair's got a sweaty butt print on it? Well, I try to defend Daryl sometimes, but some of these things, you just can't. Now, I don't care what he does with his phone, but you don't put your sweaty ass in my chair! Oh, well, uh, uh... Shut up! Just answer me this. Did you pleasure yourself using my computer? Uh, answer me, damn it. Did you pleasure yourself on my computer? Uh, yes, I did. God, damn it. God, what do we do with you? That's next time on My Brother's Keeper on TLC. Well, hello there. Do you like scary movies? But you don't want to watch them alone? Well, you can watch them with me. Yes, you head over to sailfight.com slash Nelson. And you can get this classic. Frankenstein, yes. Dr. Victor Frankenstein, a closeted homosexual working in a castle on a remote Swiss island, attempts to create a perfect man. But his resultant creation turns out to be a murderous flatulent beast who must be destroyed. So he sends his girlfriend and young son to trap the monster. Also in this baggage deal is Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe, Chapter 3. Flash and his crew get caught in an avalanche while Dr. Zarkov is in an aerial dogfight with Means Thugs. After that, Zarkov battles his own crew over the break room microwave. This film includes music by Kevin McLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So head over to sellfy.com slash Nelson to order this today. That's S-E-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. So head over there and order Frankenstein today. And now, back to the American Super Squad. Meanwhile, across town, our attention is drawn to the Newage Tower Plaza. The N-shaped tower is the main corporate headquarters for Newage Industries, but it also serves as the home of superheroine Miss Wizard. And in her bedroom, we find her and her significant other of late, Voltage. <laughs> Damn, they ain't got nothing on TV. Shit. Come on to bed, baby. In a minute, Voltage. This shouldn't take long. The hell you do it anyway? 
I'm trying to help that idiot Night-Night. I mean, I know he's a jackass, but I can't help but feel sorry for the poor slob. Oh, man. Is that really worth making me wait for your sweet booty? Well, babe, don't forget that Night-Night is really billionaire Playboy subscriber Lyle Richmond. He uses those billions to fund most of our operations in the ASS. Yeah, but baby, you was rolling in the dough. You don't need that asshole. Yes, but I don't want to fund a club for people who run around in flashy underwear. Suddenly, time seems to stop in Miss Wizard's bedroom, leaving Voltage unable to continue their conversation. For now, Miss Wizard is peering in other dimensions, realities, and universes. There, she seeks the one reality where a romance between Night-Night and the Flying Pig is possible. Deeper and deeper, she looks into alternate versions of the two. She scans each one reality for the one detail that will make their love connection a reality in her world. And now, it's time for City City News, starring your anchors, Wiener Wanker and Trixie Turner, Buddy with Sports, and Sparky with the Weather. Now, here's Wiener. Hello, I'm Wiener Wanker. Tonight, the city was assaulted by a 30-foot sea monster, the likes of which science had no prior knowledge. Before the creature could cause more damage, superheroes from the ASS destroyed it. However, in doing so, they may have caused more property damage than the monster itself. Night Knight was on the scene, and some speculate he had something to do with this disaster, though he denies it. But one of our reporters managed to get this exclusive comment from Frogman. For once, you can't blame me for this disaster, as I had nothing to do with it. Well... That's not exactly true. See, I called this creature to save Night Night's sorry drowning ass. But, damn it, Frogman! Hmm, I must say, Wiener, Night Night looks very suspicious there. More on this story as it progresses. In the meantime, police have made an arrest of suspected crime lord Snakehead. Officers were called to the high-rise office of Snakehead due to reports that his sofa had been tossed out of his window, crashing to the street below. That's right, Trixie. Upon entering Snakehead's office, police found blood splattered everywhere and signs of a struggle, plus a dead man with his arms ripped off. It is assumed that this dead man had something to do with the bloody scene, so Snakehead was taken into custody and charged with first-degree murder since evidence at the, uh, um, oh, 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 I, I, I'm sorry, I, uh, a wiener, we are currently experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Turn that shit off, Bubo. It's nothing but biased media trash. Yeah, but now we know Snakehead's been arrested. I guess the crime solved itself. No, Bubo. Snakehead wouldn't have been caught without me. But you didn't do anything. I'm the one Snakehead threw the sofa at, thus setting up the chain of events of his downfall. Thus, another great victory for the night-night. Uh, I'd better head over to Wetland's office and make sure he knows this, lest that glory hound steal my credit. And later at Wetland's office! And so, Wetland, that's how I enabled you to capture Snakehead. What? <laughs> that's bullshit! At that moment, Snakehead is being escorted past Wetland's office on his way to lockup. So, Night-Night, I have you to blame for this. Well, 
I won't be behind bars forever. I'll get out. And when I do, I'll get my revenge. I'll rip your arms off and shove them both up your fat ass. Oh, well, you, you, you don't scare me, snakehead. Oh, yeah? What's that stain on your tights? <laughs> <laughs> the next morning, at the luxurious home of Lyle Richmond, who is in reality Night-Night, we find Suey Jones, who is in reality the Flying Pig, lounging about and enjoying said luxury. And so I want you guys over here to see if you can do, like, an open concept deal. Yeah, like, there's... Yeah, 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 because, like... Yeah, yeah, because, like, there's all these shitty walls being wasted on, like, secret passageways and that kind of crap. Yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm. And hey, 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 money's no object. Suey. What? Oh, um, yeah, look, I gotta go. What? Oh, God, what are you still doing in that stupid costume? You need to get out of that shit and grow up! Well, this is my house. You can't... No, Lyle, it's my house. You'd better do as you're told, or I'll blow the whole lid off this sick, sad playhouse of yours. Now scram! It's time for my stories! Night-Night retreats to his study, where he is joined by Boobo and Smedley. I... I've lost her. <laughs> Never had a fool. The sweet, delicate angel she once was has become a brutal, annoying nag. I'll have to try to do a do-over. What do you mean? To the night's lair. Later, we find Suey Jones, who is in reality the flying pig, in the greenhouse, flirting with the gardener. Come on, girl. Give me those tits. No. <laughs> no, no. Stop, stop. <laughs> don't act like you don't like it, you silly tease. Suddenly, Night Night appears, dousing both women with his Nighty Night amnesia gas. Uh, I... I don't remember anything. All right, it's done. She won't remember anything about Lyle Richmond being the night knight. Smedley, you can take the gardener to her room, while Boobo and I return the flying pig to her crummy roach motel apartment. Yeah, but we gotta get her into her pig tights, so... I'll handle that. Go get the night cruiser ready. And later, in a seedy part of town, our masked marvels have arrived at the flying pig's shithole apartment. All right, we'll leave her here on the floor. Careful, you idiot! What's the big deal? Let's just go! With her memory erased, I intend to one day try again to save her from herself. Oh, man, shut up! Now, we'll leave her to awake to believe she had a bad, drunken, stoned-out bender. But, as Night Night and Bubo open the door to leave, they find... Where, where, where? What? Great greasy gopher goo! It's the pachyderm prince of piracy and the mistress of mayhem! The pink elephant and the minx! Yeah, and while y'all was saying all that shit, I done shot you both with sleeping dots. What? Oh no! Later, at yet another old abandoned warehouse, Night Night and Bubo awaken to find themselves each tied to glowing shafts that extend from between the legs of two giant toy soldiers. Their hands and feet are bound, and their necks both tightly bound in a noose. Wakey wakey, Nighty Nut! I think you know everybody here. My girls, Flying Pig and Maiden Mud, an old buddy of mine, the Tickler, and of course, the Meeks. 
elephant! This is an outrage! How dare you tie me up! We had a deal, damn you! Yeah, well, time's run out on that. So I'm going to need the mayor's itinerary now, Miss Style. What's this? The mate? Is in reality District Attorney Felicity Style? It seems so, as the elephant rips off the minx's mask, revealing D.A. Stiles' stunned face. I should have known. Damn you, elephant! You were supposed to unmask Night-Night, not me! Well, I tried, but Night-Night's suit is booby-trapped with electroshock, so I just decided to just kill him in an elaborate torture device. Well, you'll get nothing out of me. If I don't get Night-Night's identity, then you don't get the mayor's itinerary. Well, that's why I brought my buddy the Tickler. He'll make you talk. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can resist my tickle torture. <laughs> and soon the Tickler begins to tickle the minx until finally she gives up the mayor's itinerary. Here you go, Tickle Man. You earned every cent. <laughs> Plus, I do enjoy my work. <laughs> yeah, later. All right, let's back up and roll. Um, say, Pink, what's become of Night Night and Boo Boo? Oh, yeah. Hey, boys, listen up. In order to keep from being hung, you have to rub your asses on the glowing ball at the end of the shafts you is on in order to keep the shafts erect. Otherwise, they'll drop. It is nighty night for night night. Damn you! You, 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 peak putrid perverted pervert! <laughs> so long, Night Night! <laughs> hey, Night Night! The Minx is loose! Uh, minx! Miss Style, if you help us, I am willing to overlook your recent naughtiness. Kiss my ass! That bitch! Oh no, Night Night! The toy soldier peepees are starting to fall down! What? Quick! Use your ass to rub the head. There. It's rising. And so our heroes continue to suffer this deadly humiliation with no end in sight. I can't take it, Night-Night. I've rubbed my crotch raw on this thing. Ignore it, Boo-Boo. While there's life, there's hope. So rub your ass till it bleeds. Oh, man. Just when I thought you guys couldn't look any more gay. Smedley? Smedley? And so, Smedley rescues our caped wonders. So, Smedley, how did you know to find us here? An anonymous tip. Wouldn't show if it was real, but after the description of that torture trap, well, I had to see that for myself. Great guardian angels! Hmm. Guardian, guardian angel, angel indeed. It, it must have been the flying pig. pig. She somehow escaped the effects of my amnesia gas. Probably found my antidote. Clearly, my manliness confused her enough to stir her heart in my direction. And now, it's time for City City News, starring your anchors, Wiener Wanker and Trixie Turner, Buddy with Sports, and Sparky with the Weather. Now, here's Wiener. Hello, everyone. I'm Trixie Turner. Wiener is on assignment. Calamity was the scene in City Square this afternoon as Mayor Dudley DeMayer was seemingly attacked by the pink elephant before being apprehended by police. Sources say the elephant was trying to give the mayor a birthday card. As it turns out, the elephant is in reality Mayor Mayor's long-lost brother, Sam and the Mayor. What the hell? 
Well, one can never understand the motives of madmen. All that bullshit for a card? That's stupid. Probably didn't even have money in it. I couldn't, I couldn't help, help but, but notice that Flying Pig wasn't among the members of Elephant's gang taken into custody. So, the pursuit is once again afoot. One day, she will be mine. And thus ends this sick, sad soap opera. For now, the ASS, the American Super Society, is a Nelson production. All characters are written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Music is provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at Newage Tower, where within the posh apartment of Hexa Newage, also known as Miss Wizard, where she is still phasing in and out of time and space as she continues to manipulate the cosmos in order to find an alternate reality where Night Night and the Flying Pig could possibly have a romance. But in the process of doing so, suddenly, her own physical appearance begins to change. Her voluptuous blonde bombshell form suddenly morphs into that of an athletic brunette. When suddenly... A sinister black-clad figure appears, holding her aloft by the throat. Uh, what? Uh, who? <laughs> 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 Miss Wizard, I presume. I have you to thank for my freedom. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Rhett Khan, Captain Timely's greatest enemy. <laughs> Yes, he managed to imprison me beyond time and space. But thanks to your manipulating the cosmic structure of reality, I was able to weaken the barriers of my prison and escape back into the universe. <laughs> my face has changed. <laughs> yes, I think you'll find that's the least of matters that have changed. But, well, that's what happens when you play with the cosmic fire of changing reality, my dear. Yes. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got a universe to conquer. Oh, no. What have I done? I've got to contact the ASS. And soon, Miss Wizard transports herself up into orbit within the satellite headquarters of the ASS. The American Super Society. Sun King, Moon Mage, where's huh? Captain Timely? Uh, who the hell are you, young lady, and how did you get on to our satellite what? headquarters? Oh, Sun King, it's me, Hexa, uh, uh, Miss Wizard. You don't look anything like Miss Wizard. Well, remember, Miss Wizard has changed her appearance before. She used to be, you know... Oh, yeah, she used to be that fat oh, woman. Oh, right, you have to put it that way. Well, it's true. Well, let's say you are, Miss Wizard. What do you want with Captain Timely, who isn't here? Well, because of... of the, 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 uh, oh no, I can't remember, it's, it's, it's like waking up from a dream that you know you had, but you can't recall it anymore. Well, maybe that's all it was, just a bad dream. But is this true? Was it all just a bad dream? Could it be that Miss Wizard's manipulation of reality has actually altered reality from what it originally was meant to be? 
Hmm, where could we find clues of this? Say, let's head over to Night Night's home. Uh-oh, looky here. We find the minx spread out on his bed. Before a stunned Night Night. On your knees, Night Night. You know what to do, yeah. Alright. What the hell? So, uh, Night Night's reality had to exchange uh, a gymnastic blonde lesbian for a redhead district attorney in a cat suit? I guess. I don't know. The universe has been changed. Well, you know, this sort of thing happens all the time. It's just no one notices it because, well, how would you? So a little Mandela effect for the superhero world. And that concludes these audio adaptions of my dead comic book series, Wonderware. Uh, this was uh, from, would have been issue six. It, that one never got printed. Uh, I'd already given up. <laughs> but uh, there it was. It was to end with, oh, this manipulation of reality and all that sort of thing. Because I was going to revamp it all because I was tired of how things looked and whatnot. But uh, never got around to it for a variety of reasons. Uh, and, uh, ended up with just Night Night, which you hear reg more or less regularly here on the Nelson Show. And, uh, that's about it for that one. Now, the scenes where, um, Miss Wizard is, uh, attempting to do this change the universe thing, uh, with, uh, black voltage laying on the bed in the room with her because they were dating. Um, the, I, it doesn't stress it here. I went ahead and did the scene. But uh, he's not there anymore because the universe changed and he's no longer called uh, Black Voltage. He's now called Dynamofo, <laughs> which is a name. I just, hey, it's a better name. It's like, so uh, going forward with other story ideas and stuff I have, he'll show up. But I think that's the better name. But anyway, the point of the matter is everything changed around. So he just wasn't there as she changed the universe and her own appearance in her little Doctor Who move. And, uh, the, uh, that was originally in the, the, the night night version that I'd had, which I was using instead of redoing it new, which I probably should have, but I just didn't have the time. And I don't know why or how, but it, it, it wasn't in last uh, week's episode, which it should have been, which was that scene. So I had to fit it into this one <laughs> to say it happened. Because the idea is that it comes about the story you heard where, you know, the flying pig breaks up with uh, Maiden Mud because she's cheating with uh, the pink elephant and all that. And that's what pushes her into this plan of, well, at least Night Night's a billionaire and I'm just going to, you know, seduce this guy into marrying me. And then uh, I'll have an affair with his female gardener and she'll be happy. <laughs> and that was her plan. And, uh that's the only reality that uh, uh, Miss Wizard could find <laughs> for Night Night to uh, have his dream come true. And uh, but in doing so, oh, this villain of Captain Timely's uh, escaped, which no one knew about. <laughs> and then that was supposed to be uh, revealed later on in other stories, where there'd be a Captain Timely story. Uh, but, the the name retcon, of course, you know, like his name is Rhett, like Rhett Butler and then Khan, like in the, uh, uh, Indian or Pakistani name Khan. And that would be this character was the play on that word. Uh, 
So, yeah, I want to uh, need to get back to that. But the idea is another uh, parody of the tip, uh, typical happenstance of comic books where they uh, uh, end up rebooting their series, mostly now because it's a dying, failing medium. And so it's almost every five minutes their entire line of superhero stories gets rebooted. But originally the idea was, well, the continuity is getting so uh, cluttered and they don't age past 30 and uh, that, that's <laughs> that doesn't work so they'll do this sort of uh great event thing where some cosmic powers come clash and as a result uh the universe gets time warped and everyone's back at the beginning they never quite do it right in my opinion but it's a common trope among comic books and it's been doing that since the late 80s and uh so it was kind of like that. And then say, oh, here's this character who kind of just does that just by existing almost. So I gave him the name Retcon. <laughs> so, well, a lot of things get retconned uh, these days. But uh, so uh, that's that for the Wonderware series. It's not available anywhere anymore. The uh, uh, printer that I used at the time that had its online store where the comic books were. And there was a few other stores that had it. Uh, they're all sold out, and the printer, of course, is out of business. So, <laughs> so they're gone. I have copies, but no, I I don't think anyone's interested in that crap. So that's it for that version of the story, and we'll go forward from there. So there you go, and uh, that makes this episode of the Mr. Nelson Show episode 184. Yeah, it was. It was. But now it's over. Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. <laughs>